0: from the lives of our saints. On the 4th of July our church celebrates the feast day of St. Martha. The following are some thoughts on her life and works. Born in the 5th century, Martha made such an impression on the community that she was fondly referred to as the mother of the Christians of Antioch, an honour indeed to have been so designated out of the hundreds of deserving mothers in that strong Christian centre. Widowed, Not too many years after her marriage, she devoted her life to her son and to the furtherance of Christianity, not only through a fervent attachment to the church, but through active participation in the many programs of benevolence. She made no sermons, but she was an intent listener and a partner to the priests who knew they could always turn to her for the help she was always willing to give. In the days when church pews were unheard of, she distinguished herself by remaining erect not only through the entire church service, but for the entire Sabbath, considering it to be irreverent to do otherwise on the Lord's Day. Refusing to seat seat herself on Sundays, she stood or walked in meditation and prayer, which was an indication of the faithful that Martha had, the company of God, from whom she drew stamina and in whose presence she reverently remained standing. In any case, it was an action which her son was to emulate many times over in his long vigil atop a solitary column. Martha was a familiar figure at the church entrance, where she positioned herself regularly to dispense to the poor whatever she was able to acquire during the week, or by her own means, or through donations by others, never keeping for herself even that which she may have desperately needed she took special delight in providing fresh linen at baptisms for those who could not afford an infant sacramental garment and spent long hours preparing a bridal veil for some poor girl whose marital radiance might otherwise have been considerably diminished. Her gestures of benevolence endeared her to all of Antioch and long before her son had even conceived his unique approach to immortality, she was being acclaimed as an instrument of the Lord and a saint in the eyes of those about her. The responsibility of caring for her son precluded Martha's total dedication to the cause of Christianity, but it is to her everlasting credit that she managed to raise the boy in a manner that prepared him for ultimate sainthood, which unselfishly serving her fellow Christians perhaps more fully than she otherwise might have had she chosen to isolate herself in complete obedience to God. Her sacrifices for her son and her community distinguished her as a servant of God in the highest tradition. One day, Martha had a vision in which an angel of the Lord told her that she would soon quit her earthly life and be called to heaven, and that she therefore should prepare herself for death. Her first thought after this divine message was of her son, whom she called to her side and upon whom she invoked the Lord's blessing— after which both prayed for the devout mother's deliverance. Martha died soon afterward and was laid to rest just outside her beloved Antioch in a place called Daphne. Shortly after this, Simeon ascended his pillar, but not until his mother's remains had been transformed to a tomb nearby, to which he undoubtedly turned many times for inspiration in his extended austerity. We commemorate St. Martha's death on the 4th of July.